Hello there, and thanks for joining me on the podcast today. Abortion, a mother's right, the face, the cry, the choice. It's a mother's choice. These are all words that have come to be very popular and very commonplace in today's social discourse. The idea of abortion. Yet it's a controversial issue, as it has always been through all the years of history. We all have our opinions. We all have our choices. We all have our preferences. We all have our answers to the problem. Yet it remains a dilemma. The American people are split. American people are divided on this issue of abortion, where we all stand. Let's take a look at the issues, okay, as to where some of the developments are taking place currently. Because you're going, we're beginning to see more and more court actions, more and more filings of court matters, asking the court to sort out certain issues and certain, uh, sort out certain concerns and complaints and issues regarding this matter of abortion. It's not settled, and it won't be settled for quite some time. But it has to be settled in your mind. That's where it has to be settled. We may not settle it on this, at the social discourse level of our country, but it has to be settled in your mind. To help you, let me just bring some of the current activities that are taking place in this area of abortion. As I speak, I'm looking at a poster. The poster is just covered with faces. 100 faces, I counted. Just faces. And these are not just faces, but these are faces of people who survived abortion. Many of them are young. Many of them are mid-age. Many of them are older, suggesting that this has been an issue for many, 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 many years. It's a Faces of Choice, it's called. A poster, the Faces of Choice. And the faces are there to tell us one thing. It's not a matter of choice. It's about a person. A person that you may know or a person you may not know. But yet, it's about a person, not a matter of choice. The executive director of the Faces of Choice organization made this statement. Every great civil rights or humanitarian movement of our era has had an actual face of a survivor attached to it, giving it meaning outside of a nebulous concept. See, when it's a nebulous concept, we can just pass it off and not have any particular feeling about it, because it's just a word, or it's just an idea, or it's just some kind of an event. But when you put a face to it, that face brings meaning. That face reminds us of some child we've known. That face reminds us of some adult in our past. That face reminds us of some doctor, some mother, or whatever. That face brings meaning, and it brings value. Interestingly, this poster that I'm looking at was submitted to the Super Bowl commercial organization, asking it to be shown during the Super Bowl this last year. It's just a 30-second commercial showing this poster with all these faces, and then 14 of their survivors making a brief statement. You know what happened? The commercial committee turned it down, rejected it. But not to be daunted, they, the committee then took this poster and shown it during the National March of Life in Washington, which just occurred this past January. So if you want to see it, it's on a website. It's called facesofchoice.org, facesofchoice.org. And there are multiple video testimonies of abortion survivors. So you may want to go to that website and check it out. Now, also in the city of Chicago, we're seeing some activity. In January, January 12th to be exact, a March of Life event was held in Chicago and saw a record turnout of participants. 
something like 9,000 people or more showing up to march in the Windy City in support of life. The president of the March of Life for Chicago Board of Directors, his name is Don Fitzpatrick, very optimistic about the future of the event because for every year there's more and more and more participants coming to march. That's just in Chicago. We march in, they march in uh, one year after the other, but the numbers keep on growing. But that's not happening only in Chicago. Washington, D.C. is also a place where it's happening. So many, many cities are now setting up their committee for March on Life, or sometimes referred to as the Coalition for Life. In St. Louis, Missouri, the march was on March the 7th. It was a march on the arch. If you are familiar with St. Louis, there's a big arch in the downtown area. And it was a march. They went around the building of Planned Parenthood and then marched downtown to the arch. We're seeing this in the Capitol Square of Richmond, Virginia. Another march taking place. Annapolis, Maryland. Another march taking place. Hartford, Connecticut. Another march taking place. These marches are not just organized, but they're beginning to now become a movement beginning to be a coalition, and they're growing in number. Not only are the marches growing in number, but the number of people participating is growing in number. So we're seeing this, and it'll probably come to your city. And in fact, you may want to be part of a development in your city and develop your own march of life in the city in which you live. Now, here's Texas. Let's go down to the state of Texas. Three communities in Texas recently joined five others in declaring themselves sanctuary cities for the unborn. Sanctuary cities for the unborn. Now, we're seeing a lot of popularity about what a sanctuary city is. We all have our opinions on that. But in this case, it was called the sanctuary city for the unborn. In eight cities alone in the, Tex in the state of Texas, they would disapprove of abortion and not allow it within that particular city jurisdiction. The measure would also empower families of post-abortion women to sue abortionists for emotional distress. That was a bill that was just passed in the state of Texas. So abortionists create emotional distress for a patient. And when a, pa when a doctor creates emotional distress, that doctor is liable for damage. So abortion can be abandoned. Abortion can be controlled. Abortion can be limited. And they're passing laws all throughout the state of Texas as well as other states now. And they're being put in place so that babies are no longer murdered within the confines of a city jurisdiction. Now, let's go to another article in which seven states now were identified as restricting abortion. And um, those in those seven states, it reflects a little bit of the public opinion that's taking place. Pew Research found that in only seven states, the majority of adults said abortion should be illegal in all or most cases. Only in seven states, the majority of the people said that abortion should be illegal. Now, that's not very many, but it's a beginning. It's a rise. It's an increase. It's a development that's taking place. And it could very well be more than seven cities in the near future. Now, of those seven cities, four of the seven have enacted laws banning the majority of abortions. Three additional states enacted similar laws fell slightly short of a majority opinion of the people. So we see that the number of such laws are not being enforced at this point in time, but they're being now on the books and starting now to be uh, the driving factor 
within states as well as within cities. So we're beginning to see a movement that's taking place across the country. It's the restriction, it's the limitation, it's the um, confinement of the abortion industry and a rising up of the people to bring attention to what abortion really is and the hurt and the harm that is done to so many. So there you are. It might be an area of activity that you might be interested in. It might be an area of activity that you in your city, you in your state, might want to get involved and show some leadership in bringing about the change in our thinking, the change in our laws, the change in our behavior, the change in our tolerance for abortion. Now, before I go, let me just uh, give you the name of a recent book I wrote. might be of interest to you. It's called Kids Alive. Kids Alive. The subtopic is running the race of life. And in this book, we identify a number of words that children need to learn. The word secrets, the word stop, the word wait, the word plan ahead, keep looking up, caring for others, keep going forward, be brave, be wise. These are words that kids need to learn. And it's a little exercise that a child every day can take a word and then when he goes to school or plays outside and interacts with other students, can look for that word being demonstrated, that word being used in some way. And they can learn the value, the importance of these words. These are positive value words. So I recommend the book to you. You can get it on Amazon and uh, we can get a lot of other books too. But Kids Alive, Running the Race of Life. Bye for now.